Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Buff Nation. What is up? Welcome into the DMVR Buffs podcast presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. every single day. My name is Jake Schwanitz. Joining me today, right. my friend Andre Simone. RK is at the NFL Combine for the next few days. Always on that grind, that guy. Yes, he is. Always traveling around, um, making making us famous, you know. It's always That's RK. right. That's right. He's spreading the word. He is. Yeah. Making, increasing the odds of Coach Prime one day coming on your podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Um, one day. Soon enough, it'll happen. That's right. We've got tons to talk about. We're going to do a fantasy draft from players in the Pac-12. I'm going to pick a team. Dre's going to pick a team. Um, and these are binding, by the way. Uh-huh. We're going to... We'll put bets on this at some point. I yes. love it. Let's do it. Please um, do. We'll talk about this <clears throat> Pac-12 ACC <clears throat> nonsense, but... It seems like we've got a little bit of breaking news off the top yeah, here, Jake, Andre. You're, you're coming at us right right as Alyssa had the countdown going, you told me. Yep. We might have some breaking news here. Okay, tell the people. Tell the people. So I just got mentioned in this post from Matt Zenis. He is the senior national college football reporter for On3 Sports. Okay. Matt is reporting the Minnesota Vikings are expected to hire Colorado defensive tackles coach Patrick Hill. As an, as, as an assistant defensive line coach, sources tell on three sports. He was just hired for Colorado not too long ago. Yeah, and so the Buffs have it broken down by, was that their D-line coach, their yep. defensive tackles coach? Mm -hmm. And so there's not like an edge coach or an Nick outside Williams. linebacker coach. There Nick is. Williams, yes. Straight up edges. Uh, yeah, and that was because I think Nick Williams wow. was initially hired to be like D-line coach. That's what would make more sense to me. Right. And then they brought in Patrick Hill, and it's like, all right, Nick Williams is going to coach like outside defensive ends, and then Patrick Hill is going to coach DTs. Huh. But now it looks like uh, Patrick Hill may not even be in the conversation. He was just hired by Coach Prime in Colorado on January 27th. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yep. That's by far the most recent of the hires. Yep. Now it comes after National Signing Day. Mm -hmm. So you like that. Right. Shouldn't have any impact on recruiting. Mm -hmm. At most, he just started doing some work on 2024, guys. Yep. I do worry. We've talked about some pretty exhilarating options on the defensive line, how much he may be impacting those, mm -hmm. you know, him leaving. Right. But if he were to leave, you'd like, you like to see it done within a month. Exactly. That's going to hurt you less than anyone else leaving. Patrick Hill came, or, well, he spent the last month at Colorado. Before that, he was at LSU, uh, where he was the a defensive analyst for the 2022 season. He's coached all over the country, though. James Madison, West Virginia State, Eastern Michigan, Central Oklahoma, uh, Birmingham Southern, among others. So the Buffs uh, already losing coaches to the NFL. 
You thought it might have took a little longer than this, huh? You would have originally thought, yep. Yep, but not anymore. This is the world we live in. Yep, it is what it is. All right, on to what we initially thought we were going to be leading the show yes. with. The Pac-12 and the ACC. Yes. Uh, out of nowhere, this weekend it started to uh, pop up. Alyssa, you can throw the tweet up. This map kind of made the rounds. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people retweeting it. A lot of people talking about what it would look like if the Pac-12 potentially joined the ACC. Yeah. Um, you can click on the photo if you want to, Alyssa, to blow it up, if that makes it easier. Um, but this is interesting also because a few ACC athletic directors were in the news this week, Andre. Oh, boy. Did you hear the news? Uh-uh. So Florida State's athletic director, Michael Alford, told his board of trustees on Friday yeah, yeah. that something has to change. You know what has to change? He wants, uh, I guess, unequal revenue sharing. <laughs> he wants to get a bigger cut of the pie. Yeah, a classic, a true classic. True yeah. classic. Clemson AD, same exact thing. Uh, his name is Graham Neff saying that it is an urgent need for unequal revenue sharing in the ACC. Man, tough scene, especially for a conference whose TV deal is locked down through 3036. Mm-hmm. 2036. Not 20, 30. Well, of course, of course, <laughs> yeah, no, not a thousand years. We'll all years. be dead by then. Um, that's wild. Absolutely wild. Uh, the quote from Alford, who is the Florida State AD, says, something has to change because we cannot compete nationally being $30 million behind every year. It's not one year. We're talking about $30 million compounded year after year. Uh, the issue, the ACC could fall behind both the SEC and Big Ten in revenue by about $30 million per year when their respective new television contracts kick in. That's the Big yeah. Tens in 23 and the SEC in 24. So... Newsflash, they are like every other conference in yes. the country. They are panicking because the SEC and the Big Ten have run a master class in what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And every other conference is kicking themselves and hate their, you know, commish. And it's right. all gone south. Yep. So that brings us to the map. Let's and that's go. why this was Let's kind go. of brought up. And uh, if you want to bring it back up again real quick, Alyssa, just take a look at it. This is kind of crazy. This is nationwide nationwide we were talking off air there would be no other conference that could claim to be in the super duper elite recruiting territories that are florida texas and california mm -hmm. not even the sec could claim that right yep. and um it'd be a good time it'd be a lot of fun of it'd course. be a good time any of these matchups you do worry are you building a power conference that can actually compete with the SEC and Big Ten, or are you simply setting yourself up to have the biggest, best group of five, essentially, conference in the world? I don't know where I land on this one. They're kind of in between, yep. especially if an FSU, if a Clemson were to not be part of this deal. Right. So this map has SMU. It has San Diego State. Beautiful. Um, it, of course, still has Florida State and Clemson. Um, right. It just shows just how right. fluid all this is, though. But if, Insanely uh, fluid. 
I mean, the, the ACC with their media deal is kind of a mess. I mean, that thing goes on for It's a huge eternity. mess. Yeah. But, I mean, the Pac-12 is also in a mess of itself. Uh, I on TV. We had a big conversation wow. about this last week. Um, the comments kind of got after us, not knowing what I on TV was. <laughs> but uh, if, if we could just defend ourselves real quickly, we are obviously an internet media company. We are an internet media company. We yep, don't fully digital, baby. Yes, yes. We do not deal with uh, the TV bigwigs and contracts and all that. We don't. So uh, excuse us for not knowing what I on TV is. I on like a lion in Zion. That's <laughs> what I can say. Um, and yeah, the Pac-12 wants to be bi-coastal, baby. What a what a tremendous time. It's crazy. But apparently it sounds like your your audience on YouTube is telling you don't look past Ion. So Ion is a pretty like big independent media company. Uh, one of the biggest, I've been told. They do not really no. have sports content at the moment. They don't. Or original content, yes. is my understanding. Yes. Sounds like a lot of reruns. Yeah, it's a lot of... Uh, um, I can't remember the word, but they like buy a lot of content, yeah. basically. It, Alyssa, had you heard of Ion TV prior to all this? Alyssa's finding her mic. There you go. Alyssa said she has heard of Ion TV. Okay. Now, it's that's the consent. Around the office... Our female colleagues that we work with, yes, they've really been educating us on Ion TV. Right, Caitlin upstairs was telling us how she and her mom and CIS is one of their favorite shows. So that's where they watched a lot of Ion. When mm -hmm. the news broke Friday, Susie Hunter was giving me the lowdown, and apparently Alyssa has heard of Ion as well. Yep, be a good demo to get into, Jake. Um, I saw a lot of uh, G words being mentioned with Ion TV. G words meaning grandfather and grandmother watched these oh. channels so uh family family oriented yes they like that kind of gives you an idea of the demographic though that we're mm -hmm. vin diesel he loves family <laughs> there you go um, so he says be the devil right that's kind of his brand on the other hand basketball wise this is an elite conference jake florida state and Clemson, be damned. Mm -hmm. But this would be an elite conference. Yeah. Because, I mean, Duke, UNC alone with NC State, Wake, Syracuse, uh, that's you, Louisville, easy peasy. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then, you know, Washington, Oregon, Oregon State, Stanford. Right. CU, Arizona, SDSU, amazing basketball conference. Would easily be, could be right there, top basketball conference in the country very quickly. Mm -hmm. Football, though. What you and I truly know and love, yeah. where does this land? And where does it land if you were to subtract a Clemson, if you were to subtract an FSU? Well, in that situation, you got to hope that Miami stays, obviously. Oh, Miami's a must. A must, um, must, must. And Miami, a bit of a sleeping giant. Now, you could argue Miami's right. always been a sleeping giant. But more importantly, with the money they have now, <laughs> right? So much of their money as a university is tied to the medical field. And they've actually made billions the last couple mm -hmm. of years with COVID and everything. So Miami is really like, I think, I think Miami would be, they'd be the elite team on paper. I think they'd surpass uh, Oregon, for example. Mm -hmm. Like they would be your top guy, right? your top dog. Mm -hmm. 
And if uh, you kept Oregon, if you kept Washington, that'd be huge. Too. Utah also. Uh huh. Um, so I mean, I don't think it's a terrible football conference. I think it'd probably be better than the Big Twelve if you were to join with them. It's definitely better than the Big Twelve, especially. And if you keep Clemson and Florida State, oh, easily then. Now we're talking upside, right? It's like right. when the Big Ten will throw like Nebraska at you. It's like, well, you're talking potential because right. Nebraska's actually sucked for the 15 years they've been yeah. in that conference, mm-hmm. and Florida State's been god awful the last 10 years or so. You know, they were decent last year. They were decent last year. That's that's a good point. Um, they, yes, Vatek, kind of a sleeping giant. Like you know, mm, yeah. Vatek like CU. They've had times in their history yep. where they were, you know. Um, and then you know it gets intriguing to like Pitt's not bad. No, Pitt is not bad. What what could Arizona State do? You know who we always talk about has endless potential, right? In this kind of format. Um, I mean Georgia Tech. You get the Atlanta. Georgia Tech would be fun, man. Uh, area. Yeah, I mean the state of Georgia. I didn't yes. bring that up in elite recruiting territories, oh, yeah. but like mm-hmm. Georgia's, you know, no, just no. I mean to have that whole East Coast would be something else. It would be. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. And uh, I think, as we've talked about over the last few weeks, sounds like almost everything's on the table. And now it looks like the ACC is at least uh, an idea. It's something that we can grasp. It may not be actually feasible, but it's uh, we can talk about it and have some fun. Favorite dance partner for, partner for the Pac-12? Does the ACC jump to the top of your dance partner rankings? Well, Big Ten's obviously still number one, right? Is that more Are of a CU dance partner, or is that a Pac-12 dance partner? The whole conference th- does kind of make more sense than anything. Right. Because then, like, Stanford's such a natural fit. Washington's such a natural fit. Um, Oregon feels really natural. CU, Utah would fit in pretty easily. You know, mm-hmm. like, Cal would fit really nicely. Yeah, okay. Big 12 definitely at the top of those Big rankings. Ten. Big 10. Yes. Yes, not Big 12. No, no, no. Not Big 12. I mean, look, the Big 12, I mean, I think is in an even worse situation without Texas and OU than the Pac-12 is without USC and UCLA. This doesn't actually happen in real life, so no one can relate to it. But if you've seen it on TV, you know what I'm talking about. The Big 12 for the Pac-12 is that friend you have and you make that deal of like look if by the time we're 32 and we're yes. not married <laughs> right that's right. the big 12 it's like oh, yes okay if the titanic sinks i guess we do have that raft boat remember the big 12 raft we can always climb on that <laughs> that's all the big 12 that's mm-hmm. not a preferred dance partner it's a like oh well in lieu of no other dance partners you could do a lot worse than this right. dance partner um I don't know. I think Coach Prime would have more interest in the ACC than the Big 12 for sure, though. Obviously. Coach Prime could do some stuff. He would. I mean, he's already doing damage in that area of the country. Yeah, he he could could. potentially own that area of the country. And Dabo would want to leave the conference if he had Coach, someone who could actually recruit his candy ass in his his conference. Get him. Get Mm him. Oh, that was the worst, man. <laughs> he can take his crocodile tears somewhere else. Um, DCB says, number one, the Big Ten. Number two, the SEC. Three, ACC. Four, Big 12. Yeah. I mean... It's fair. Yeah, if you had to line them all up, that's how it would go. I don't think the SEC is as tangible as the others, but... Uh-uh. I, and I also... 
honestly, I get the SEC, right? Like you're in one of the power two, so we're happy. The money is going to be insane. Is that a great fit, though? You know, are they, is the program just getting their ass kicked on the field and not really feeling like there's a natural fit off the field? And it's kind of the Pac-12 all over again, but like a, an even worse fit. Mm-hmm. The ACC, at least this could make sense. And like, look, it's a, it's a massive conference. Clearly, like the, it, it would still be split in divisions because right. the travel would just be insane. Yeah. And yeah, you'd add, you know, you'd start to do a little more couple times a year maybe you play one mm-hmm. of the ACC teams and you All start you need to figuring do is play it out. 3 or 4 teams from mm-hmm. the other side a right. year. Right. And that's like a normal non-conference yeah. schedule anyways. Um and just, then but then you could be more part of like the growth of it. Right. You know, you could be part of building right. this thing. And then maybe there is a trajectory where in 8 years Miami's back and Clemson stays at a certain level and some of the Pac-12 teams get this bump from being in this bigger conference. And it's kind of is like, look, we'll never have a like right now. Ohio State's still better than anyone in the Pacific Atlantic Conference, <laughs> but like the Pacific Atlantic goes five deep with like legit teams that should be ranked in the top twenty-five year in year out. You know, and I mean the Big Ten's obviously gone national in terms of their footprint. Yeah, indeed. Uh, the Big Twelve's trying to do the same. So I think yeah, I mean, Pac-12, for best case of survival, try and go national. And if you, you do go courses national. with the ACC, I mean, you've got a very, very strong footprint at that point. It, it kind of doesn't feel terrible. It doesn't. Of all the options I've heard thus far, this one is the least cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. But you got to do it right. And you got to kind of help these ACC teams get off the ledge. And you can't, I mean, the equal distribution thing, that's a very, very tricky road to go down. Yeah. Just this. Um, we are, I mean, we're having fun talking about it, but this is probably something that's pretty far off, just given the ACC's media deal uh, and how long it runs and every. It's just. That really complicates things. Well, the Pac 12 isn't helping things either right now, either. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, EJ, I think, came in. This is something someone else told me about. A few days ago. Sounds like Cormani McLean's gonna be at the spring game this uh this April though. Spring game's gonna be popping. Love that. Yep. Everyone's coming to Everyone's the spring going. Game. Williams Nwaniri, a bunch of other guys visiting. Um so we'll see. Love Nwaniri. You ready to draft a fantasy team, Dre? Yeah, we are. Um, by the way, Jamel was asking what it would be called, this tweet that we've had up from um with the re- report from Forbes, calls it the APAC, the Atlantic Pacific Athletic Conference. Yeah. I do like, kind of rolls off the tongue. A bit. Yeah, it's yeah. way better than like the AAC, the stupid American yeah. conference. <laughs> I hated the American. Yeah. And it makes sense. Atlantic Pacific. Oh, exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, there's an Action Bronson lyric. We're bi coastal, <laughs> baby. We're going to be rich. Uh, there you go. That's the APAC. Wow, they didn't know we'd be getting an Action Bronson uh, <laughs> shout-out. With there. your, uh, you know, your dynamic music taste, I didn't even know if you'd get that reference. Who I know is? who he is. I don't. There you go. Him. Great. Love that for us. I get around a little bit. Don't worry. <coughs> All right. Um, before we draft these football teams, yes, or fantasy teams, I should say. Yes. Shout out to Shady Rays. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that has the best, man. 
been rated best. five stars by over 200,000 people. Yeah, I absolutely love my Shady Rays. Yeah. I wear them almost every single day. Absolutely. I have a little bit of like anxiety when I leave my house or apartment, and I'm like, oh, God, where are my Shady Rays? Like, yep. I need them all the time. Yep. Um, they're polarized lenses, and exclusively for our listeners right now, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code DMVR or visit them in store at the Park Meadows Mall for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. It's an incredible deal. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Dre, let's say uh, one day you forget your Shady Rays and yeah. you're just blinded by the sun. Yeah. And uh, maybe another driver on the road is also blinded by the sun. They forgot their Shady Rays. They crash into you. Who do you call? Bacchus and Shanker. Shanker. There you go. Of course. Our friends (laughs) Bacchus and Shanker. Best part about them. No fees to speak with them about your case. No fees while they work on your case. And no fees unless they win your case and win money for you. Bacchus and Shanker have won over $1 billion for their clients. Come on. And are now serving all of Colorado, including neighborhood and have neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, and Fort Collins. They can help you with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accident, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian, trucks. They can even help if you're injured at work. You Amazing. know where to call them at, Dre? Call them on the Shadur line. There what is go. it? Two, 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 two? Just keep on pounding that two button. Pound the two and you'll two, get two, 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 two. Call them today to find out if you have a case for free. Box and Shanker Look wins. at them. Oh, studs. <laughs> uh, you ready, Alyssa, to do this draft? Hell yeah. Okay. So we are doing fantasy teams draft. Pretty simple. Quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end, defense. The entire Pac-12. We're drafting team defenses. Get it. Uh, But it's going to be... I'm interested to see what we come up with here. I am too. Um, You ready? Okay. We're going to start off easy, I hope. We are going to start off easy. We could just start off with quarterbacks. Who wants to go? How do we decide who goes first? Gosh. Does the guest go first? Yeah, guest should go first. All right, we'll let the guests go first. Who is your quarterback, Dre? Who are you taking? Um, fantasy football-wise, what's interesting is Michael Penix actually threw for more yards last year than even Caleb Williams, mm-hmm. um, making this a smidge more of a conversation, but I'm a Lincoln Riley believer. I'm a Caleb Williams believer. I'm a believer in that USC offense and the talent they've got. Um, there's such, there's so many options on this category. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you could choose Bo Nix for the running ability. Yep. Cam Ward might reward you. Um, but let's go Caleb Williams as my first player in the draft. And I might have got a thumbs down for that one. That's all right. I might have got us a thumbs down. It's just down. because you picked USC. That's all. Yeah. Um, oh, and you you told me about this, but Shadur won um, Player of the Year yep. in the HBCU. Yep. Um, well, that'll be my next pick. I'm going to take Shador Sanders, the reigning HBCU wow. Football Player of the Year for the brand. Going to be my story. quarterback. I'm I'm just all in, man. Uh, Gord, I think it's combined 40 touchdowns last year. I may even be wrong on that. Maybe uh-huh. even more. Um, wow. But in this Sean Lewis offense. Give me Shador Sanders to put up a ton of passing yard numbers, a ton of touchdown numbers, and to even run for a few. I'm going to take him as my QB. We snaking this. this? Do I get first pick of the running backs here? Yeah, I guess so. I guess we're snaking it. It, Wow. It's the only thing that makes sense. 
Um, okay, then. I'm going to go with Bucky Irving, running back out of Oregon. Wow. The Oregon ground attack is pretty strong, um, including... I mean, I thought about Bo Nix for my quarterback, but I'm going to go and I'm take Bucky Irving, a guy who scored... I think it was oh he only scored five touchdowns but he ran for almost seven yards per carry last yep. year um was one of the engines of that ground game for oregon who do you got i will go damian martinez i think mm, with dj ugalele um that offense is going to be humming even if they've lost luke musgrove like they've built a ground and pound identity and he really fits into that last season with seven tuds and almost a thousand yards on the ground 6.1 per carry. I really think he's going to, you know, pick it up and, and uh, you know, go far. He's a dog. Damian Martinez is legit. Yes. Yes. I'm a, I'm a fan for sure. Mm. Are we snaking and this? You go again Snake. Here? Uh, we are. You so don't need to Andre's keep pickle, asking. So. Um, okay. I'm just making sure for <laughs> graphics sake here. <laughs> uh, oh, man. And what a choice between Austin Jones... Mm-hmm. And Jaden Ott out of Cal. And I think I'm going to go Austin Jones, stick with the USC love here. And um, yeah, go with a guy who, when he had to. When he had to sub in for Travis Dye last year, looked really good for the mm-hmm. Trojans and I think could have a big season for USC. It's a good pick. Thank you. I'm kind of torn here. Between Tell us. Jaden Ott out. and Wayne Twalapapa. Uh, Twala Papa was kind of the yeah. the bell cow for Washington last year, but that's yeah. a that's an aerial attack. Yes, and uh, they bring back Penix, but you know he did have eleven tuds last year alone on the mm-hmm. ground. Yep, um, I, I think is the more talented player, but yep. I think oh man, you know what's also a sneaky nice pick is Michael Wiley, who at Arizona. Yes. Didn't run for a ton of yards, but had 30-plus receptions for 349 yards. Yep, he's solid, too. This is one where the CU candidate is a tougher one to make a case for. Right, right. I mean, it really feels like we're going to be going RBCC, running back by committee, RBC. RBC. (laughs) Uh, In Colorado with Kavase Smoke, Dylan Edwards, Deion Smith. Hankerson, I mean, we could keep going on. Right. So we'll get back to CU. But for running, I'm going to take Jaden Ott. It is J A Y D N O T T, Alyssa. J A Y D N, no E, O T T, from Cal. Um, Did you make this call just to spare Alyssa of the spelling? I might have, yes. (laughs) But also, Jaden Ott is a dog, man. Uh, Colorado was recruiting him hard about this time a year ago. Right. Uh, Came in and really impressed as a freshman. I think he had like a 250-yard game against like Stanford or someone. Uh, The Buffs actually shut them down or shut Jaden Ott down in Uh that matchup that they won. It's probably the reason why they won. But uh, he's a player to watch out for. Uh, wide receivers then. Great breakdown by you. Yep, you get the first pick of the receivers. Yeah, and I feel like I'm taking the obvious one here with Dorian Singer. Going from Arizona to USC, D-O-R. Yeah. Singer. Um, the guy is supremely talented. Mm-hmm. Was Arizona, I don't want to say maybe, they probably have more talented options, but he was easily probably the most flashy uh, receiver and was probably the top Pac-12 transfer target over the offseason. 
right. uh, the rich get richer with him going to USC. Yeah, and I mean, you're kind of seeing a theme in this draft, especially when it comes down to statistical production. When in doubt, you're going to give USC the benefit of the doubt, essentially, mm-hmm. especially with their returning quarterback and year two of Lincoln Riley. Yep. And he gets to fit right into, uh, you know, where Jordan Addison left off. Right. Okay. The beauty is that this category, I really had a lot of options to go with. And why not go with the conference leader in receiving yards, Romeo Odunze, O-D-U-N-Z-E. He of the seven receiving touchdowns and 1,014 or 1,145 receiving yards last year. He gets Penix back. He's the only receiver that outproduced Dorian Singer last season. So, boom, give me Romeo Adunze. Um, I sent it to you on Slack, Alyssa. And then I'm going to go Jacob Cowing, I think, yeah. with my second pick here. The Arizona wide receiver that has stayed in Arizona. Um, and, you know, I'm a big Delora guy. I think he's very talented, the Arizona uh, quarterback. So, yeah. Um, and Cowan got over 1,000 receiving yards and 85 receptions last season. So if this was a PPR, he actually led the conference in rece- yeah. receptions. So I'd really be sitting pretty. Um, and, yeah, I feel I feel great about this team now. Um. It is Jacob Cowing. C-O-W-I-N-G. Nailed it. Oh, man. All right. I could pair up the Washington guys here and get Jalen McMillan. But you I could. You could. don't think I'm going to do that. Um, Who you got, <laughs> my friend? I kind of want a USC guy again. Oh, I thought you might go buffs on us, but like, what buff would you pick? What buff would I pick? At wide receiver, it's so hard. I guess Travis uh-huh. Hunter. Well, he's easily the most talented, but I, I think know. like Jimmy Horn would actually be more worth it in terms of like a fantasy perspective. Maybe Montana Lamonius Craig. Right. Um, I'm really thinking about my guy Michael Jackson from USC though, because that guy's a a dog, absolute animal. Um, let's go with him. Give me Michael Jackson the third. Out of USC, he is uh, a guy who really filled in when USC struggled with injuries last year. Now you have Dorian Singer coming in, but Michael Jackson looked really primed to break out at multiple points last season. He had some massive games, um, run after the catch, deep threat ability, certified dog. Love it. Tight ends. Uh, I'm going with uh, – I'll, I'll spare you, Dre. I'll take Brant Keithy oh, wow, out of wow, Utah. Wow, I'll send wow, you it on. Wow. Uh, it's or actually, there you go. You got it, Alyssa. K U I T H E. Yep. Katie, Texas is on. That's where our guy AJ Hayfley's from. Oh, okay. There we go. Yep. Uh, Brant Keithy. He was the guy for Utah going back a few years. <laughs> He's been in college since 2018. <laughs> He's been there for forever. His breakout season is 2019. Yep. Um, but. Got hurt last year at, towards the beginning of the year. It was like game one or two. And then we saw the rise of Dalton Kincaid from there. Uh, Dalton Kincaid actually has like a back fracture. Will not be participating in combine stuff. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Devastating. Yeah. 
Oh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Too bad. What a great conference for tight ends. Luke Luke Musgrove was insane yep. too. Who are you taking at tight end, Dre? Um, give me Zico. There you go. He, you know, the the yardage speaks KO. for itself, and what he did at Arkansas State. Yep. Um, and yeah, I just think he's gonna come in and have a huge impact replacing Russell and just being that outlet for uh Shador Shador you know with a a new starter at quarterback typically you'd maybe be a little gun shy of placing big bets on a tight end breaking out but not for uh not for Zico you know last year he had 50 receptions 655 and four tuds and I expect with Shador and that accuracy and timing for him to be a big-time problem and mismatch for Pac-12 defenses to deal with. Uh, Zico Traore, Alyssa. Sorry, yeah. Z-I-K-O-T-R-A-O-R-E. Boom. There you go. Um, And then just space them out. But, uh, yeah, I agree. Zico is primed to be... A dog and to be yeah. a matchup nightmare <clears throat> for yep. defenses in the pack. And he's who you want for a fantasy draft, right? For like, sure. If you're looking for touchdown production, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Drafting defenses, I'm just going to take the Utah defense. It's you're a good in, one, man. You're out. Kind of been the most consistently good Pac-12 defense. Yep. Um, I mean, the coaching on that side of the ball has been able to turn these guys who are, you know, mm. three-star players into NFL draft prospects. And even if they don't make it to the NFL, they're damn good college football right. players. Right. They just play sound defense out there in Salt Lake. It's a good pick. Um, I am going to go with Oregon just based on talent alone. Um, I think what Lanigan, right, yep. is building out there is, uh, you know, it's really going to start showing up. Um, they they kind of shored up things later on in the season last year seemed to figure some things out they're still recruiting well so yeah give me oregon um even though i did consider oregon state oregon state only allowed 260 points all last year um and it doesn't feel like they've lost very many you know so Mm -hmm. oregon state would be a good one but i'm going a little higher upside and i'm going with a scheme and coach that i trust a little more especially in year two to kind of start to really implement his defensive identity. So I'm going with the Ducks. Man, Oregon State, though, I think that could have been a great sleeper pick. That's a team that yep. I could not have been more impressed with them last year, I Dude, don't think. they're just sound. They'll yep. just ground and pound you. They are sound in the trenches. That's a real football team right mm-hmm. there. Um, how many more defenses would we have had to go through to get to the buffs, you think? It's so hard. It's so hard with zero track record. Right. Because but on paper, the pieces with Kelly, Charles Kelly. Oh, I mean, the, I mean, just Jordan Dominic and, and the other pass rushing op- options they have and Upshaw and what have you. And then those two guys on the outside and the, and just the depth mm-hmm. at corner that we've talked about. And in the secondary, yeah, I think the upside is, is right there with the USC's and the Oregon's of the conference. You just have even less of a track record than... Right. All the other teams. Yeah, exactly. Um, with USC, 
I'd be intrigued to pick them on talent alone, but man, I am really just turned off with how the end of last year went. The games against Utah where they allowed like 40 points each time. The it's Tulane bad. game. It's bad. And then Lincoln Riley comes out and says they're going to hang on to Alex Grinch. I mean, they get the talent. They just haven't been able to turn it into production. Yeah, and if you want to talk track record, the track record is that Lincoln Riley with Alex Grinch as his DC coaches an elite offense and completely shits the bed on defense. I mean, those defenses are horrendous, and in the biggest moments when they need it most, they just get obliterated. Mm -hmm. Um, Often by by opponents they've seen already. So there's a lack of adjustment. So, yeah, USC intriguing but and i do think ucla doesn't get enough love but what they've done the last couple years is similar to oregon state it's just you're the bruins so we're we're not gonna praise you as much um they lose their best pass rusher though you know and uh one of the league leaders in sacks in uh, latu on the edge and that concerns me some and just their ability to sustain it you know it's been an issue with ucla for years now Shout out to Washington, too. I think that's a defense. Absolutely. I would take them over UCLA I agree. and USC. I agree. Um, Washington actually might be my pick after the top two we took. Utah yeah, and and Oregon. Historically, Washington, the last decade, unbelievable defense. You want to talk like uh, producing NFL talent. Yes, especially in the secondary. They're the best in the conference, but mm-hmm. it does feel like, you know, we're... Even they're in wait-and-see mode. Like, you know, can I trust them? Is there much of a track record? Let's wait and see. For sure. Um, Guys, get your questions in now. We will get to them very shortly. I saw someone mention uh, Tyler Brown, our guy, squatting like 500 pounds. Phenom. I mean, this dude, he's featured a lot in the well-off videos and like the the whole like off-season lifting training segments. That guy, every time he's on video... Completely soaked in sweat and just moving <coughs> weight, just effortless, effortlessly. Power clean, squats. Are you okay? With a huge smile on his face. Yes. <coughs> Dre is dying. Um, I am. I am. It's while okay. You, <laughs> while you do uh, figure yourself out there. Yeah. Thank you. Shout out to our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. You guys know we love our Breck brews here at DMVR, and Breck Brew Breckenridge Brewery has a beer for every occasion. Right in front of us, we've got the Avalanche Amber Ale. The best amber ale on the market. You could always get my favorite, the Mountain Beach Sour, Strawberry Sky. Vanilla Porter Junior season is almost over. We're almost into the into the spring sour strawberry sky season. It's that time, huh? I can't wait. Big sour guy over oh, here. Oh, I love him. Oh God. Check out the beer locator at www.breckbrew.com to find a brew near you. Also, Dre. Shout out to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook. The top sportsbook in all of the land and an yes. official sports betting partner of the NBA. Yes. How have you been doing on the old DraftKings Sportsbook recently? Man, it's impossible to lose bets on the Denver Nuggets. So I need to yep. remember to just stay focused on that because Nikola Jokic triple-doubles is amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. They can't set his points or assists low enough it's the best right now damian lillard also on a heater so i'm really interested to see where they set his line next week and now's the time where you can jump on get some nfl draft props predict what's going to happen at the combine and kill some value that way so boom uh we need a pick of the week f1 season is starting this week okay take max verstappen minus 120 to win the bahrain gp red bull looks to be in a class of their own 
again coming into the yeah, year. Yeah, what's new? Um, there is, I mean, there's potential for them to drop off. They've got the cost cap stuff that kind of comes down. That'll hit later in the year. But take the best racer in the best car to win the first race, minus 120. It's not a um, terrible pick. Especially before qualifying, because uh, if that guy gets pole, it's going to go way up, and it's not even worth betting. And I mean, probably, if it is as you predict, and as many are anticipating, next week, two weeks from now, you're not getting him at minus 120. You're getting him at minus 180, minus 200. Yeah, exactly. Um, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with code DMVR, and new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code DMVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Let's get to some questions. Some good questions today. Some very relevant ones, too, that uh, I can't wait to talk about. Let's get into it. First one, Jimmy, our guy. Did you all see the comments that Nebraska fans made about the 30-plus 30k plus tickets sold for the CU spring game. Um, they're probably, if I I didn't one, but if I could imagine, they're probably trying to dog on CU, going, well, we've got like sixty thousand people coming to ours because it's one of the best spring games year in year out. Blah blah. blah. No one cares, in Nebraska. No one asked. Right. It's literally all they have to do out there. Yes. So what else congrats. are you going to do in April in Nebraska? No, literally nothing. Game? Yeah. Oh, it's, there's nothing to do in Nebraska year-round. So that's what they do. They Meanwhile, watch Nebraska football. We're thriving here in Colorado when it comes to the springtime. We sure are. I think people are coming down. Bar's going to do stuff. You know, we're figuring out all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a blast, Jake. Can't wait. Another spring game question from Angela. She is back. Jake, where is the best place to park for the spring game, or is it wise to catch an Uber to the game? <sighs> that is a great question. Um... Boulder's going to be absolutely packed. You get a media media. Parking? I mean, yeah, I get <laughs> my parking's taken care of. So I just I d- I'm just trying to figure out when I would go, and I didn't have the media pass, yeah, but you know, I try to. I would go in the shuttle lot. Okay, there you go. Shuttle lot before, and then you know, it's an easy shuttle. It's a free shuttle to to the stadium and tailgating and what have you. The only problem for me was. Be media, I'd go do all the media availability videos, maybe right. And then, like, by the time I needed to get back to the shuttle lot, they might have stopped running the shuttle. Right. <laughs> so, I've sometimes shared an Uber with a perfect stranger to get us to the shuttle lot. You won't have to do that, though. You don't have to get pressers, just head out from there. Exactly. So, yeah, maybe the shuttle lot's the way to. And then you'll have, you know, Boulder expert Ryan Koenigsberg on the show by Thursday to clarify any of that as well. Um, and we'll, we're going to start nailing down spring game plans here soon. You can throw up the, the super chat, Alyssa, um, from EJ. Is DMVR, first off, thank you for the super chat, EJ, but is DMVR yes. going to have a tailgate party at the spring game? Trying to get our visit scheduled together. We are definitely going by the DMVR bar. I cannot wait to see you here awesome, and hang out man. with you. Um Yes, we're very exciting. <laughs> when Ryan gets back from the combine, we will iron out spring game plans and present those to you guys. Stay tuned. There Stay you tuned. Go. Stay Good tuned. Good stuff coming. I have no doubt. There you go. Check in later in the week. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Alyssa. From Nick Nicholas, can we get an Xavier Weaver film breakdown? Well, good news, oh. Nicholas. You're getting that combined with a Jimmy Horn film breakdown. 
My guy watched USF, and he was like, not one. We're giving you two wide receiver yep. breakdowns here. I'll be able to read it, give some notes to Jake in the morning, and then do we get to talk about that on tomorrow's pod? Sure, why not? There you Would go. make sense to me. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so keep Love an that. eye at dtmbr.com really for tomorrow morning. It'll be up there sometime before noon. We'll figure it out. Um, from Lamar, Super Chat. Thank also, you guys, chat. if you could try to give us more thumbs up because I'm going yeah. to hear it from Ryan. I'm going to hear it from Parker. You know, all of Buff Nation in the DMVR office lets me hear it if then we fall short <laughs> on the thumbs up. So if you guys could please get me to... 200 or even just 150 to save no, face we can i get would to be 200 truly grateful to you for that um you know i'm trying my best to be there for my guy jake be there for you, you so you know if, if you guys have it in you i'd really appreciate it we've got like uh almost 400 people watching so we should be able to get to 200 we should be up. we should be that's a great point that's super great chat point. from lamar what are your thoughts on jeremy mack jr um it's gonna be tough for him man they brought in a lot of safeties and um, Jeremy Mack flashed at times, but also struggled quite often last year, too. Uh, I'm sure the coaching will help, but it's a loaded, loaded, loaded safety room at this point. So, And one that doesn't have like a very clear hierarchy. Like A lot of that needs to be kind of set up, and you wonder how much like Nico Reed's going to be moved from corner to maybe safety right. or what have you. So, Cameron yeah. Silman Craig moved mm. around. Um, so it might be, might be tough. That's one of the tougher position groups to break into. I right. Think. Um, of course, Miles Slusher is going to be playing pretty big. Um, but, yeah, it's also fluid at this point in time. Next question. Thanks, Chad. Appreciate you. From Jay. Did you guys see TLP Sports Club's roster breakdown? It is awesome every player. I did not see TLP. Do you know sports. what TLP is? I am trying to find out right okay. now. Okay, <laughs> that's my guy. Always mm. on the grind. He. Um. Oh, it's a it's a YouTube video, I think. Um. I'll take a look at it for sure. Okay. Cool. Nice. From Lawrence, who do you think are the top three fastest players on CU's roster in order? Ooh, well, Dylan Edwards number one. Um, I think Travis would be up there. Travis would be up there. Nico Reed's got some wheels, man. Um, yeah. Jimmy Horn's got Jimmy some wheels. Jimmy Horn, for sure. Um, Weaver's got some wheels, too. Yep, Weaver would be added to that mix. I wouldn't be surprised if Demoy Kennedy could run like a 4 or 5, like maybe low 4 4 at 6 foot 1, 220, whatever he's at. I mean,. When healthy, Jordan Tyson would have to factor into that. Oh, absolutely, for sure. Um, Deion Smith. I don't think more Deion quick than fast. Yeah, though. exactly. Classic, quicker than fast. Yeah, he's got that like lateral agility. Um, That's a great question, though. I'd probably go Dylan Edwards, Jimmy Horn, and then I guess maybe Travis after that. Yep. But I could see like Nico Reed outrunning, surprising people and being one of the fastest players in the roster. Well, you know what you need to do is next time you talk to those guys, you need to ask that. Ask question. them who would win the yep. race. Yeah, there we go. Um, I saw a TV throws out Edwards, Deuce Roberson, Jimmy Horn, oh, uh, Breedlove. Interesting. 
RJ says Breedlove's got wheels. Yeah, Breedlove was another guy I was thinking of for sure. Cormani's got wheels too. Absolutely. He's just so long. Yeah. So long. He really it's is. Crazy. Yeah. Bro. I can't wait to get him. I know. The, it's in Boulder. I think Cormani is actually a really sneaky one to have in the in the top three. Right. I was really impressed with his speed when I watched right. it. Yeah, totally. And I mean, for how quick he is and like twitched up for a, a longer guy. But yeah, all that. Stay tuned for Jake's film room. There you I'm go. I'm really hyped yeah. about that. Uh, lots of speed in that one. Question for you, Dre, from Jay. Oh. Have you been to an F1 race in Italy? And do you consider yourself a Tifosi? Y- yeah, yeah. I'd consider myself a Tifoso. I mean, Damn. you know, I'm, I'm fluent in Italian. So all you're asking me is, do I consider myself a fan? I consider yeah. myself a fan. Um, I have. I've gone to a Monza GP when uh, Schumacher and Varichello and all those guys were before hybrid engines. You could smell them. Mm. You could. Wine. Yeah, you could. I mean, and I remember they were going so fast. We were right at one of the famous S curves in Monza with the Tifosi behind, you know, barbed wire. Um, and so, you know, I mean, it's 15 feet from me. Uh, but the cars that close, you could not tell what car it was beyond what color the blur that just (laughs) performed that S-turn was. And that's an S-turn chicane that is like the slowest part of the entire. Uh So to just think like my eyes can't eat, how do these guys drive it? My eyes can't even (laughs) was pretty shocking. But yes, I have a great experience. Monza's a wild track. Would recommend, yes. Uh, He also threw out, DMVR F1 new show. I've been telling you, Dre. <laughs> I know. I've been telling you. I know. Jake's all over it. We've got a few people who can F1 around this Let's place. Go. I can bring the history, but a lot of guys like Jake are way more tapped in on the day-to-day stuff. Like sometimes soon, like the races now. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Never lose hope. Keep keep sending comments like that, and you increase the likelihood. <laughs> that's for sure. Tyler says, "Have Dre give the Roman spot speaking in 100% Italian." <laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. Um, I don't know if Roman would like that. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, I saw a TV with the question, how long do you think it takes for Pac-12 to sign a deal? Apple, Amazon, plus ESPN, they need to hurry with the details and get it done. I agree, man. Um, I read somewhere that <sighs> they were hoping it would be done before the Pac-12 tourney. That's in two weeks. Don't think it's going to happen by then. <laughs> they said it's, Q1. We, don't know if it's going to happen by then. We are like legit not where they wanted to be it's gotten ugly it's gotten dark doesn't help that there's all these reports of how much all these sec and big 10 schools are making they're in they're in big trouble man and i wonder if it even i wonder if at this juncture it even comes or if we're more as is with the 10 current members yep or if it has to include SMU and S- San Diego State, and it has to include other teams poached from other conferences or some sort of conference merger or what have you. you right. Know? Yeah. Um, I think that the timeline would be you'll hear that. We've heard a bunch that SDSU is going to be joining the pack. I think you'd hear that. I think you'd hear some SMU news, and then you would potentially hear media deal news. And this could go all the way up until end of april and i feel like that's even optimistic at this point yeah uh, they gotta get creative with a lot of this stuff because it's bad 
Yeah. It's not good. Uh, Jabriel asks why Colorado, why can't they just go independent instead of joining a conference? Um, I think you need a conference. In yeah, independence, not, not, uh, not preferable, especially, you know, uh, Notre Dame will never leave for a conference because that's an amazing deal for them. They basically, they make as much as, if not more than some conferences with their lone TV deal. Right. Um, so if you can pull that off, please, by all means. I don't think CU can, not with the track mm-hmm. record they've had of a- in athletics for the last 20, 25 years. Yep. Yep. You'd need to be a bit stronger of a brand, I think, to branch out on no. your own. Yeah. Lawrence with the final question. If you were to pick one player from last year's roster to make a huge leap this year, who would it be? What a good question. That's a great question for you, especially. Um, Gosh, your candidates are pretty limited all of a sudden, yeah. right? Man. I would probably say one of the tight ends, either Farrier, um, Mm. Austin Smith, one of those guys. Um, We heard a lot about the talent of that room last year and how they're just very young. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's a candidate. More so than like an O-lineman of Van Wells. uh, Well, Van Wells kind of feels like he's already on an insane trajectory. I mean, he's basically slotted in as the starting center already. Yeah, I think... If I were to pick someone on the offensive line to have a big jump this year, it'd probably be a Tank. Okay. More than Love anyone. Um, right, because it's big jump, not biggest impact. Right. Okay. Let me throw out MLC, too. To have a big season as a receiver, I mean, he only had about 300-some yeah, yards. Yeah, uh, The last few years, if he can get up to eight, 9,000 yards, potentially, that'd be a massive jump. Everyone's yeah. throwing out Van Wells. I mean... Just in terms of the question that was asked, I mean, yes, he's a great player. He's going to, I think, continue getting better. Right. Um, but how much big of a jump can he make? Right. You and it's kind of like Jalen Sammy might be one of the guys That's who plays one. the most. Yeah. But is he going to be making a huge jump? Right. Or is it more like Jalen Sammy might be the same guy who was last year? With a whole front that's way yes. better, and obviously all of a sudden is going to be able to eat and do his thing a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and that's a good question, though. Very interesting. Yeah, great question, though. MLC for sure. Yeah. yeah Gerald yeah, says yeah. in a few years, well off media will be broadcasting these games. Yeah, we joked about that I on might, Friday. I might like well off better than Ion or whatever. Like, dude, that's I swear TV with Aubrey Smith. That's a good one too. Hmm. Um, Ryan and I were joking. Well off X DMBR collab for the Pac-12 media deal. At least it's cool. Hell yeah, it'd be cool. At least it's cool, man. Uh, tough. They got to get this. They got to get this figured out. They got to get this done. Yep. Well, stay tuned. We'll have yep. you all covered here. DMBR Buffs prime time. I Is like the potential ACC match, though, and uh, I'm excited for your film room. That's all I've got going. There you go. You know. Um, yeah, keep an eye on DMBR.com. It'll be up, I don't know, the next 16 hours or so. Okay. We're good, Alyssa? Alrighty, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, remember, Pest Conference again on Thursday. Uh, so we'll have you covered there again. And then uh, we'll try and pull video again and do all that. Beautiful. Uh, Dre will be back tomorrow. We'll see you guys then. Let's go Buffs.